catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com slash amazing to start your springtime adventure. Back at it for a Monday on the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places in the mayhem of life. It was mayhem over the weekend, scorching hot temperatures, cars way too hot, pets cannot be left in vehicles. It was too hot to almost do anything over the weekend. Can you believe too hot? It felt more like July than June over the weekend, but it didn't matter. People were out at events, they were having fun, trying to stay cool and Lots to get you caught up on on this Monday, including all the area activities that had kids driving little go-karts, touching trucks at the fair. It's actually Fair Week in Brandon this week. We'll have the latest on that coming up. Also, it was Manitoba night when Vegas took down Florida Saturday. They'll play again tonight. Bud Light is no longer my favorite beer effective this weekend. I'll explain why. Oh, it's so hot. Welcome into the Beach Bunker. I'm Tyler Glenn, and this is the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food and fun places, mayhem of life. And you're waking up to 20 degrees. It is already 20. I think it was Polar Bear that told us that in his car over the weekend, he was over at the WMCA, 44 degrees in the truck. Thermostat on the truck said 44 degrees. That's crazy hot. Is it Canada Day? Is this the is this the Canada Day weekend? Because normally around the Canada Day weekend, we can have this weather where you're baking. Like it, it's so hot, it just takes the moisture right out of your skin. You just bake like a cookie. I Bud Light is not my beer anymore, and it has nothing to do with Dylan Mulvaney and all the controversy. But what it does have to do with is Bernice Kennedy and what is I think officially going to be the cocktail of the Tyler Glenn Show was invented now. Initially, when I saw Bernice's post, I thought, nah, that's kind of cute. She's enjoying a beverage, and she's sharing it. She says, if you like beer and clam, add a splash of pickle juice and fresh lime. It's a game changer. And it just so happened that I had picked up some Bud because it was on sale. I forgot I didn't really like Bud all that much. I'm more of a Bud Light guy. Last weekend, when I cracked open the case and had that first sip of Bud, I'm like, mm. Yeah, cold beer is good, but I don't know. I'll go back to a, a rum and coke or my standard, you know, tequila margarita type deal. Uh, but I love chiladas. I always have, and I, I really appreciated Fern bringing back that soul chilada from Mexico this winter. So when I saw this, I I had the clam, and I and it caught my attention because I also had the bud, and I thought, well, you know what? Maybe I'll have a beer and clam, and that beer and clam and the bud will go down a little bit better. So I opened the fridge door, and on the fridge door is this unopened bottle of bar lime that I had totally forgot about. I'm like, oh, wait a second, I got some, I got some lime here. I wonder if we've got any pickles left. Normally, when you look in your fridge and you've got two pickles left in the jar, you're thinking, ah, oh, crap, someone ate all the pickles. Not in this case. I grabbed the pickle jar, 
the pickle juice with the lime and the beer and the clam and Bernice, I'll tell you, that's all I had all weekend. <laughs> this is all I had all weekend. Now I'm out of beer. It was so, it was shockingly good. I mean, I had a sip of it. And of course, all the ingredients were in the fridge, ice cold. So nothing warmed it at all. It was an ice cold. And it tasted very much like the Saul Chilada that Fern brought back. And I remember having that one and going, there's something different about this. Because this isn't a normal chilada. It's got a, a, a fruity, salty taste to it that we don't get in the Bud Light chilada. But we've got a winner, winner chicken dinner. So there you go. The, the secret is the pickle juice. And it really jazzes it up and makes it awesome. Now I've got more crap to take to the, the beach or to a backyard party. Normally, you know, it used to be a case of beer. Then it was beer and clam. Now I got to haul the lime around. Now I got to listen. This is epic. Well done, Bernice. Thank you for this. Really appreciate it. That was good. And I appreciate uh, all the videos that were sent in from weekend activities, the Kiwanis Car Derby. And it was so cool that we have some of our sponsors in the Kiwanis Car Derby. So let's start with Tim Hortons. Uh, This is over at Rideau Park over the weekend. Get the sound going here. I live there, so I I can say that, I guess. That is cool. That one on the right looks like, oh, he headed to the ditch on the side there. Oh, that was not the Tim's car. That was another car. You can see that he needed a wheel alignment in the front there or something like that because he started waving back and forth. Oh, some scary moments there. I thought he was gonna. I thought he was gonna flip. Actually, I think they may have sold out with, of a few things uh, over the weekend because people were not only in there for the walnut crunch, but those two new quencher flavors: orange ginger sparkling quencher and blackberry yuzu sparkling quencher, which joined the lineup of strawberry watermelon, peach, and classic lemonade. Oh, filled with ice. Those are so delicious. I'll take four at a time, please. Yeah, and while you're there, grab something to eat like the uh, the new barbecue crispy chicken loaded bowls and wraps packed with tasty grains, crispy seasoned chicken, and that's tossed in a smoky barbecue glaze, freshly diced tomatoes and cucumbers, and topped with a creamy barbecue sauce. Thank you, Tim Hortons Westman, for being sponsors of the Tyler Glenn Show. They've got 10 area locations. Look for them in Verdon. Nipawa, Dauphin, Moosum in Saskatchewan, good morning, and of course, in the wheat city of Brandon, the Alternative Landscaping, Alternative Garden Center, Team Alternative. The cops are there. Oh, the cops are there. They're going to maybe radar them and see, oh, there's some some modifications done on that little little one there. Okay, so, Yeah. It's that whole shimmy back and forth. Like you can, once you start shimmying, it's hard to gain control. A bit of a loss in the first race. Jeez, that one just flipped over. Yikarumba. This one just cruising to victory. There they go. Alternative giving back to the community. Alternative landscaping. Alternative Garden Center. If you get over to Alternative Garden Center, they've got a great selection of plants, of course. Um, They've got expert advice to make sure that things are not going to die once you put them in the ground. Extra handy for guys like me. They've also got the 25th anniversary Win Your Sod contest, where one lucky client will win the value of their sod purchase back. Only the best quality plants, including annuals, 
perennials, trees, shrubs, growing supplies, and of course, those fresh veggies. Ask about them too. You can earn points on every purchase when you join the Grow Together Rewards Program. Alternativegroup.ca. Alternativegroup.ca. Ah, Jackson! Oh, someone's cheering loud. They should have adult versions of this. Oh, he put a parachute on his on his car. That's what it was. That he, that it goes so fast. He figured that you know, as soon as as soon as you hit the finish line, just like Indy Five Hundred, yeah, the parachute flies open to slow it down, and it actually worked. It slowed it down really good. Good job, Dean. My Equinox though is going in to get detailed today. I can't wait to visit the folks over at the beautiful, beautiful Auto Fashion Spa. The car spa, I call it auto fashion. My car filled with fast food wrappers in the front, garbage in the back. I think there's probably two to four inches of dust on the dashboard. It is going to be the hazmat suits are ready for them to go in. But uh, I am excited because they do everything. And I was thinking now every time it hails, I think of auto fashion going, God, if we get hail and my car is outside, where am I going to go? I know where I'm going to go. Auto fashion. Auto fashion is at 17th Street North behind Lee's Buffet. I've had to explain this to so many people now because 17th Street North is a weird street. It's not very long. It's like Lady of the Lake is there, Lee's Buffet. And if you're looking on a on a map, you're like 17th Street. Yeah, but it ends at the railway tracks. No, 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 no. You got to go 17th Street North. They'll do uh, paint correction. It'll bring back your vehicle shine and luster. And the detailing will give your vehicle a fresh, clean look and feel. Oh, my little baby will be ready for summer. My little Aztec will be jealous. MPI accredited and specializing in paintless dent and, and hail damage repair. Help with faded color, grime, scratches, or swirls. Auto Fashion's paint correction will bring back your vehicle's shine and luster. Just remember where they are. That's the most important thing because you'll find them. You'll find Their link is right through my website if you go to tylerglennshow.com. But to find them physically is what I want you to do. They're behind Lee's Buffet. They're hiding there so that everyone... Doesn't go there at the same time, I guess. 17th Street North, 255 17th Street North, behind Lee's Buffet. What had everybody talking over the weekend. Did you see this? It, The car that got deckled? I'm sure you saw this post over the weekend. This was crazy. I had to, to blow it up a little bit so you could see it better. But oh my gosh, that new Cadillac has the my logo on it. And I couldn't believe it. When this was sent to me, I just, I couldn't believe it. Now, Uncle Bo said he wanted to put a logo on his motorbike. And I told him that we would do like a, we'd do a special Tyler Glenn show helmet. But that is very, very cool. I actually got a message from the owner of the Onanol Mini Golf that wants to put a sign up. And so it just so happened that Liberty had a friend visiting from, from uh, Clear Lake, just as I was telling them the story about this car. And I said, would you believe the Onanol Mini Golf wants to put a Tyler Glenn Show sign in their window where people are golfing up a clear lake? And she's like, yeah, well, I can run that up for you. And I'm like, oh, yeah, that's great. That would be great if you could drop this sign off. So I've got a, a sign up at Clear Lake that maybe people will see at the Onanol Mini Golf. That is, that's pretty cool. She sends me a message and says, you know what? It looks like I've got some competition when it comes to having your logo put in different places. And I'm like, what? And she says, yeah, check out what this person did. And I have to admit, for a split second, I thought, I kind of panicked a little bit. I'm not going to lie. 
I just went, whoa, whoa, where is this? Because this is an internet show, <laughs> and I don't know how, I don't know how crazy people are getting with this. And I thought, uh oh, uh oh, this is going to turn into one of those online things that because it's going to turn into one of those online things that you you lose complete control of. The logo is out there, and it's like, uh oh, somebody has put a giant sign on a street. And then I'm like, wait a second, I'm sure this is photoshopped. It's got to be. Those cars look a little older. And where is this? I'm trying to think. Is this anywhere close to us? Nah, this has got to be. But she she had me for a little bit. And I said, well, that's well done. That is well done. You've, you've got some pretty awesome artistic skills there. <laughs> and she follows up with this one. Okay, then I, then I know. Can you imagine? That would be. People go, what the hell is that? And it does look real. It does look real. Is that Photoshop? What kind of program is that? That's that's like a special graphic designer's program. Maybe using AI. I don't know. But that's a that's obviously a Friday shot. That's a that's a Friday shot. That looks really good. I'm going to post these on Instagram. I really am because I'm I, I'm proud of your work. You did such a good and look at this. I'm on a dress. Misbehaving. Is that who's responsible? Okay, so misbehaving, really misbehaving here. Times Square, New York. That is great. Some good work. People would want to check it out just because it looks hilarious. I'm going to post these all. I, I hope that's okay, Misbehaving. I'm going to post these all over the internet. Vegas and Florida will go at it again tonight. You probably already knew that. Did you watch the game on Saturday? Talk about a Manitoba show from Zach Whitecloud to Mark Stone. And they just, they, it was a great game. That was a, that was a lot of fun to watch on Saturday. And they'll go at it again tonight. And hopefully it'll be the Manitoba show part two because they're our team. But I wanted to show you some of the still in Vegas, the five wildest, most outrageous cocktails you could get in Las Vegas when you're there. So I think Quentin's going to Vegas soon. Quentin, you might have to try at least one of these. The most outrageous drinks that you can get in Vegas. For example, the Eiffel Tower shots. I would try this. That is a, that's a cool setup right there. And if you're in Vegas and you're watching hockey or you're taking part in one of the conferences or something down there, you can, you can take a look at some of these outrageous cocktails, get yourself one and, and put it all over Instagram. The Bender Ender, Frankie's Tiki Room. Tiki drinks in a glass, bonafide works of art. It's easy to forget you're in the middle of the desert when you walk into Frankie's with its tropical vibe. But uh, it's not a great Instagram shot. I like the Paris one better. Nacho Daddy, the scorpion shot. Why does this make me want it? It's the name. It sounds dangerous. The scorpion shot. Nacho Daddy. (laughs) The scorpion shot is as frightening as it sounds, not because it's a shot of straight tequila. The drink includes a real scorpion in the glass. There's a salt rim and a lime wedge to make it more palatable, if that's even possible. But that scorpion that you see on the shot glass there, it looks like it's part of the glass, like as part of the design. It's not. It's an actual scorpion. That's the winner so far. I'm going to put that on my list. I did, I've done so many of the worms. When I've been in Mexico, and it just, it's amazing how people are like, are you going to eat the worm? Oh my God, it's so gross. Look at that. It's like, it's been pickled. It's been sitting in this tequila forever. What's the big deal? 
Well, that's a good one. The Super Mimosa, $44.99. That's a, that's a big one. That's a one, two, three, four people taking that down. Boozy milkshakes. So, yeah, alcohol and milk. I, I always have this, I don't know, this this vision of curdling. Yeah, paralyzers, I've never been big on them for some reason. Ooh, smoke and spice. Oh, those, I've never had one of those smoked cocktails where they they inject smoke from like this pipe into the liquid. I don't know. Has Have you ever had one of those? Are they any good? Like a smoked drink? Spike Dole Whip. That actually looks good. And especially if you're in the desert where it's like, you thought our weekend was hot. That was Vegas weather, 44 degrees. They get close to 50. So we're not far off. In fact, when I was out on the patio yesterday and I'm thinking, number one, is it Canada Day weekend? It's so hot. And number two, I'm thinking, yep, this is this is getting close to desert weather. Vegas in the summertime. It gets so hot. And if you can get a drink like this, oh, it tastes so good. Ice cold Dole Whip. And what's the what's the alcohol? Doesn't say. But I would think tequila or rum would be just awesome. That's a Guy Ferrari's kitchen. That's what I'm looking for. So I want the Scorpion. And I want this one. Now that is a Caesar. Or, you know, they call it Bloody Mary, but whatever. This is a Guy Ferrari's Vegas kitchen and bar at the link. And I think you'd enjoy this. It's even got bacon in it. Any drink that has bacon has got to be the winner. I think this overtakes the tequila. I hate to admit it. But you kind of get the lunch for free with this one, right? I mean, you get the drink and and a lunch with this 40-ounce Bloody Mary. 40-ouncer. So I wonder how much booze is in there. Another cocktail tree. They kind of took inspiration from uh, from the Paris. And I think this is the last one. The Mexican Tickler. There you go. You're going on a blind date. Yes, it's nice to meet you. Uh, I'd like to take you for a Mexican tickler. Would you? Are you up for that? S- sorry, what? Yes, uh, it's one of my favorite drinks. Uh, let's go for a Mexican tickler in Chinatown. What is in this? It's not your average shot of tequila. The chilled spirit is served in a hollowed-out jalapeno pepper with black Hawaiian sea salt rim. The pepper is displayed in a mini flower pot. Those would be kind of fun to make at home. I'm going to steal that idea. This is the live oil change cam, the quick lube live stream. And you can tell that we did get a little bit of rain over the weekend with the giant puddle sitting there. Still a little bit of moisture from the weekend. But boy, beautiful sunny sky to start the day. Oh, it is beautiful. It is a beautiful morning across southern Manitoba. And we pray for weather like this all winter long. Oh, comes somebody cruising through the parking lot there. Don't forget that if you go to get your oil changed right here, right now, at Marie's Quick Lube right here, that a portion of the proceeds go to charity each and every time you go. A dollar going to Bear Clan Helping Hands in Samaritan House, making a difference in your community. At the Murray Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac Certified Express, they'll get it done in a flash. You'll feel good every time you go to get an oil change there, knowing that you're helping the community with those charities. Your convenience is a priority, not just fast, but more affordable than most competitors. Starting at 8430, honesty and integrity are guaranteed. 
And while you wait, they show you your filters each and every time while certified technicians perform a multi-point visual inspection to let you know if there's any issues at all. Certified Service Express from Murray Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac. Richmond Avenue, your quick, reliable, charitable, and affordable oil change experience. And don't forget, just mention Sunseeker 10 when you go there. Sunseeker 10, and they'll give you $10 off your oil change. At Murray Chevrolet Buick GMC Cadillac Certified Service Express. The five things that you should never do at the beach, according to experts. So many people were at the beach this weekend, and it's no wonder. When you've got temperatures in the upper 30s, lower 40s, people are looking for water, water anywhere. And that means filling up the little turtle pool, filling up the kiddies pool, hitting the lake, hitting any bit of water that you can find. And these are the five things that you should never do at the beach. Let's see if you and I have done a few of these. Start unauthorized bonfires or barbecues. Now, bonfires I get because that would be very dangerous. But if you've got a little tabletop barbecue, I didn't know that that was required, especially one of those tiny ones that have propane. Really? You need to have permission to have your little propane barbecue going? I guess if you start a fire and they wonder where it started from and they say, hey, there was this guy over there cooking bacon on his little hibachi propane barbecue, I think I might be in trouble. Without permission, it's not a good idea to start a bonfire or barbecue on the beach. However, you know, when you're in California, Southern California, where the beaches are super, super wide, they're like three miles wide. People have fires on the beach all the time, and it's so awesome to be able to have a fire, like a like a bonfire, right on the beach. Can you do that locally anywhere? Can you have a like a bonfire in the sand locally anywhere? In our area, I've never seen it or been at one. Uncle Bo's glad that I'm getting carted off to jail for my barbecue cooking bacon, which you know would get out of hand. You shouldn't be barbecuing bacon on any grill. It's going to get away from you. Bringing your pet onto the beach. And I would think normally like small pets are fine, but you got a big dog and it's a small beach. Uh, people are going to be, they're going to be a little upset. So these are the five things that you should never do when you go to the beach. Watch with the big dogs, the big dogs. Set up too close to other people. That's not really a problem. I, I don't want to be close to anybody. If I'm laying there on the beach and they don't want to be close to me, it was bad enough this past weekend being on my deck, taking my shirt off. Oh, yeah. Soaking up the sun and having the neighbors go, who's the fat old lady that's on Tyler's deck? I can hear you. It's me. I can hear you. It, it, it It's me. And so, you know, when I'm on the beach, that's all I've got to do is set up shop and people are moving. So I don't have to really worry too much about that. But I have been to Clear Lake, for example, sometimes, and when those towels are like right next to each other, nope, I'm not doing it. I'm going to sit on the grass before I'm going to be too close to other people because then you're smelling their food and their sunscreen and the kids are screaming. It's like, what the hell did we come to the beach for? This is chaos. This is craziness. Uh, the experts say six 
to eight feet distance is proper etiquette when you're at the beach. Did we all get that? Okay, we all got that. Six to eight feet. I mean, can I just, it's just a tiny barbecue. Anyway, hopefully you had a chance to get some water this weekend, to be close to the water, to maybe go for a swim in the pool. It looks like it's going to continue to be that way this week. And it is Manitoba Summer Fair weekend, Brandon, which means the Midway is going to be up. If you're joining us from out of town, you're going to see it set up uh, at the corner of 18th Street and Richmond Avenue. The Ferris wheel, the zipper, the carnival games, all that stuff is going to be rocking and rolling as of Wednesday. And this could be one of the hottest summer fairs we have seen in decades. And while they always pray for good weather in the summer at the summer fair, I know that the weather is so wacky in this part of the world that we have had years, and this is true, we have had years where the weather during the winter fair, which is in springtime, and the summer, the winter fair weather has been warmer than the summer fair weather. The winter fair was plus 17 one year, and then the summer fair came around and we couldn't crack 11 or 12. I remember that. Thinking, this is crazy. Both of these fairs are in the spring because we're still technically in spring. It's crazy. We're technically in spring for these two fairs, and the winter fair was warmer than the summer fair. I think that was 2007. That was really goofy. But anyway, you're going to see uh, all kinds of rides and smell the corn dogs if you're on uh, 18th Street or Richmond Avenue. Again, that's just actually across the street from our friends at Murray's. So uh, hopefully I have a chance to either go over and check it out or... Maybe you'll take the kids or grandkids or something like that. Check out the uh, the Manitoba Summer Fair this week. And speaking of fairs and festivals, summer festivals, the Avon Heritage Duct Tape Festival in Ohio, they celebrate duct tape. And really, duct tape is worth celebrating. How the hell would we fix anything if we didn't have duct tape? That sounds like a pretty fun, a pretty fun festival. They have carnival rides, live music. The duct tape has a starring role. There's sculptures made from duct tape, a parade with duct tape floats, a fashion show where participants wear an outfit crafted from duct tape. Remember when we had a, we used to have a pickle festival in Brandon. That would be, I miss the pickle festival. Then you have Mike the Headless Chicken Festival. Back in 1945, Lloyd Olson chopped the head off a chicken that was supposed to be for dinner. But despite losing its head, the bird, later known as Mike, didn't die. And it continued to walk around. The blade had missed the chicken's jugular vein. And so they celebrate the, the one, this, this chicken. What? This is so disturbing. How they can have a festival like this? Since 1999, Mike's hometown of Frida, Colorado, has celebrated his life with an annual festival called Mike the Headless Chicken Fest. The two main events are particularly chicken-themed, a 5K race and a disc golf tournament. This is dumb. It's a reason to have a party. Going to Hawaii for the Spam Jam. That sounds like a good time. Hawaii is the U.S. state with the highest consumption of Spam. Seven million cans of pork eaten each year in Hawaii. I think the chicken is gone, Uncle Bo, but the but the memory of the headless chicken lives on. Of all things to have a festival. And you know, I don't think does Brandon does our town even have a festival anymore? No, the pickle fest was it. What I could never understand is why we don't have a bacon festival. We have maple leaf here. We have maple leaf pork in our town. They have a huge pork processing plant. And why we've never had the Brandon Bacon Festival. 
people would come from all over the world to Brandon to, to take part in the bacon festival. We get maple leaf on board and say, okay, load us up with a bunch of bacon, right? In Hawaii, they've got the spam festival going on. They make spam pizza, spam candy, spam corn chowder. I'm not a fan of spam, but I would think that they would do it upright if they're going to make uh, a festival. I'm going to see some of the foods here. Oh, there we go. There's barbecued spam. I've never barbecued spam. I bet you it's good. Look at the spam cookies and spam baked goods and what the... The Underwater Music Festival in Florida. There's no there's no sound because you're underwater. And it makes for funny videos. But this is a lower, uh, lower Keys, Florida. The Underwater Music Festival. Divers swim through the beautiful fish-filled reef. They're treated to water-themed musical selection songs like The Yellow Submarine. Nice video, but I don't think... As a music festival, I don't know. Okay, here this is these are the top ten weirdest festivals in America. Number six is Frozen Dead Guy Days in Colorado. Who comes up with this? Stuff? And we can't do Bacon Days in Brandon. We can't do a Bacon fe- the Brandon Bacon Festival. They're doing a Frozen Dead Guy. So this guy in two thousand two named Bretto Morse Morstel. What happened was he died back in 1989 and was frozen. But in 2002, they started celebrating him with this festival. They have coffin races, a hearse parade, a frozen T-shirt contest, among other death and ice-related activities in a March festival. And look at the people. There's a ton of people. There's a ton of people out at this festival. I'm going to post this on my website at tylerglenshow.com because each of these festivals has like a documentary video to go along with it. This is the Blobfest run-out reenactment from the 1958 sci-fi horror movie The Blob when a blo- the Blob oozes into the Colonial Theater. So they, they fill this theater filled with people. It's a three-day festival in July. And the tickets to this festival completely sell out because look, at you get to fill the theater and then they are going to create panic on purpose. So nobody gets hurt. That is until we actually got here. All right. Here we go, guys. So we all got to scream and run. All right. Blobs attacking. Let's get out of here. This is not good. We all got to get out of here. Oh, God. All right. Okay. Okay. I think I think we're safe. I think the blob has not got anybody. I hope everybody gets out of and here. And see, look at the spectators. There's people outside the theater. Oh, no, you can see the blob is actually up there. On the top of the theater right now. It looks like a big... everybody. It, look, it looks like... I ran like, about three feet, and I'm now officially out of breath because I'm an old man who doesn't exercise. Hello? Look at this. Everybody's running out. <laughs> what people theater. celebrate. You know what people it's it's just amazing. It is a big event here. It does look like so Lady Parks. Everybody coming out to actually witness the run out. Again, the run out of the blob. The run out of the blob. It, it it just boggles the mind. This is questionable. Uh, amateur chefs cook up dishes featuring animals that are often found as roadkill and compete for cash prizes. $1,200 going to the winner. See, now, if these were professional chefs, I would take part. No problem. Because if even if a professional chef is cooking skunk porcupine or something like that, it's a professional chef. So... 
I'd be okay with that. But these are amateur chefs cooking food that really shouldn't be eaten. Have you have you ever had roadkill? Rabbit venison? For those wanting to be more adventurous with their choices, the menu in previous years has included black bear stew and iguana tacos. Other options include squirrel, frog, armadillo, possum, and raccoon, all cooked in a variety of ways. <laughs> I don't know. I don't and know if I could do it. We're kind of a big deal. We're a big deal. We are the big deal. We're kind, kind of, of a big, big deal. deal. We're the Red Kill Royalty and we're kind of a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> I asked what we were going to say. Roadkill Royalty. How nice. Oh, boy. The Roadkill Cook-Off. Yeehaw. We're making rabbit Alfredo today. It just appeared in my head. Elmer Fudd was uh, going hunting rabbit, and he run him over instead of shooting. We got him cooking up in the pot in the back. Nobody else does rabbit Alfredo. It's Italian rabbit. We're doing this because it's a little more difficult. And today we made Moana Lana chili. It's a venison. Well, that's, that guy looks like he's professional. That uh, He's got the professional getup. And you know what? I Venice isn't venison like deer. Isn't that like? So, I mean, ah, that's not wild and crazy. The, the rabbit would be okay, too. But I think that porcupine, I draw the line. Some of this actually looks, the deep fried stuff looks okay. It's a goose, goose, deer. Eh, we kind of do that all right up here. That, those look pretty good. You know, this is this is something, again, we could adopt in Brandon. Look at all the cow patties. We have cow patties in, in our area. We could easily do this. You could have a contest. And when they are dried like that, they become like Frisbees. You go and you throw them and you have a competition. Let me see if I can get to the point where they're doing a toss. Even the kids get into the action. Even the kids get it. Look at that. Kids are tossing poo, 3.7 feet. Good job. The poo toss. That is that is really cool. Wisconsin State poo throw champion. Fantastic. And I think that we could have some amazing... And then people do it in costume. Ooh, look at how far he threw it. Or she looked like a nun there. And, of course, there seems to be people drinking copious amounts of beer. Why not? Let's do it. This festival, this is in downtown Minot with our friends. They're doing a woof and wine walk. They're so creative. See, we need to have some different festivals. And they have to be fun. And they should have food and booze. And I'm sorry that not everybody's a drinker and that's okay. But look at this. When you can combine food, booze, and dogs, who would have thought the woof and wine walk this is where you and your furry companion can enjoy a leisurely stroll while savoring the finest wines and experience the vibrant atmosphere of our charming city of Minot. It combines the joy of wine tasting with the love of our four-legged friends, creating an unforgettable experience for both humans and canines alike. It's $25 for a ticket. If you are a fan of dogs and wine, you need to get in your car, get one of those hotel rooms from visitminot.org slash Minot. And go down and check this out. You can go to downtownminot.com for your tickets. And then just zoom down there. It's like two and a half hours. You get there and you take part in the Woof and Wine Walk. And still with Minot and still with wine. I've mentioned this before, but I'm going to mention it again because I had uh, 
spoken to somebody about it over the weekend that they have got a winery in the Minot area, Point of View Winery. And this is North Dakota's first winery. And they have just a little video here to share here. Some, uh, this is awesome. You know, they're taking the fruits that they grow in North Dakota and making them into wine. And why not? And then they got a tasting room. So check it out. Visit Minot.org slash Tyler Loves Minot. And you can have wine. You can have great hotels, great restaurants, great shopping, great food. Visit Minot.org backslash Tyler Loves Minot, and you'll get all the deals on other food and lodging if you're going to stay in North Dakota. The the biggest movie of the year so far, next to the Mario Brothers movie. Fast X downshifted all the way from second place to fifth with $9.2 million, while Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3 landed in fourth with $10.2 million. They called it the Boogeyman. Horror yarn The Boogeyman bowed in third place on ticket sales of $12.3 million, and The Little Mermaid slipped to second with $40.6 million, bringing its two-week domestic total to $186.2 million. Want to get out of here? The animated adventure Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse easily won the weekend with $120.5 million. Variety says those numbers make Spider-Verse the second biggest opening of the year after the Super Mario Brothers movie. For comparison, 2018's Into the Spider-Verse opened with $35.4 million and went on to win the Academy Award for Best Animated Feature. The Amazon company is already in talks with Verizon and AT&T, and apparently they're going to be in talks potentially with Rogers to start offering cell phone service. Can you imagine this? How would this happen? So reports emerged on Friday that Amazon is in discussion with wireless providers to offer Prime customers a discount on their phone service. So if you sign up for Amazon Prime, now this hasn't this isn't an ink deal yet, so if you aren't an Amazon Prime customer, don't take this to the bank. And go, I need Prime because I'm going to get cheap cell phone. Just wait. This is being developed right now. This isn't This isn't for sure yet. Because Bloomberg is reporting that some Prime customers, customers might even get free phone service through Amazon Prime. Can you imagine what a disruption that would be? That is going to be pretty wild. And if it isn't free, some reports are saying subscribers could pay $10 a month for your phone. Can you imagine a world... Now, here's how that's going to work. The big three will not have this, says Uncle Bo. And you would think that that's correct. But here's how they do that, Uncle Bo. So Amazon is going to go to the big three with a truckload of cash because Amazon can make more money on the back end with its merchandise sales than Bell, Rogers, or the big three can in their cell phones. Let me put it in the most basic terms. You own a business selling lemonade. And through those lemonade sales, you make $50 a day profit, just to keep it easy math. And you say to yourself, man, I'm doing so well. Everyone else on earth is only getting $10 a day. I'm making $50 a day. And then some guy comes in and says, I'm going to give you $100 a day not to sell lemonade. This happens every day in this country. So if a company comes along and says, I'll give you $100 not to sell lemonade, 
you take the hundred dollars because you were only making fifty. So you say to yourself, well, that doesn't make much sense. How does the guy figure he's going to get his hundred dollars back? The guy with the hundred dollars isn't selling lemonade. He's selling hot dogs and he just wants to have lemonade as one of the offerings. And he's making a killing on hot dogs. And plus he gets the customers for the lemonade and hot dogs. And imagine if Amazon says, wait a second, I'll give you a hundred dollars just for a bit of your lemonade. Keep selling your own if you want. There, there could be, especially in Canada, where the government's going to have to approve something like this. This, this would could mean that Bell and the and the big three get to sell alongside Amazon. But Amazon is just reselling the the tower space. Really, they're selling the phone plans, as it were. Now, in this country, that would have to go through regulatory approval. But I think we're in an environment where if Amazon just mentions, if word gets out that Amazon could be selling cell plans in Canada for as low as $10 a month. And for Amazon Prime customers, it could be free. People will go crazy. People will go nuts. They just want to pay less. We're paying some of the most expensive phone bills in the world in Canada, if not the highest rates. And this Amazon Prime is just becoming a catch-all subscription service. Well, look at the show. You get it for free. You get to help support me through a subscription that essentially you're already paying for. Plus you get the movies, plus you get the TV, plus you get the free shipping. And they just keep adding on this plus, plus, plus you get this, plus, plus, plus you get that. And so they're just making Prime into this giant subscription service. You just can't help but get yourself Amazon Prime so that you could take advantage of all the deals that they're going to offer. That is, that could be, that could be some big, big news. So we'll watch that, and I'll follow up, and if I see anything about it, I will for sure uh, bring that to the show. And likewise, if you see anything on that too, and we'll keep each other updated because, like you said, it's uh, it's definitely one of the biggest expenses in our household, that's for sure. Be safe in, in the heat. Stay cool. It is going to be hot. Have a blessed and glorious day, everybody. See you, Kathleen. See you, Uncle Bo. See you, Misbehaving. Stay cool. Have an amazing Monday. We'll do this again tomorrow morning at 7 o'clock. It is the Tyler Glenn Show, the show about food, fun places, and the mayhem of life. Have a great day.